السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أتل ما أوحي إليك من الكتاب وأقم الصلاة وقال تعالى واعتصموا بحبل الله جميعا ولا تفرقوا وان اسامه بن زيد رضي الله عنه قال قال يا رسول الله لم اراك تصوم شهرا من الشهور ما تصوم من شعبان قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذاك شهر بين رجب ورمضان وهو يخفل الناس عنه وهو شهر ترفع فيه الأعمال إلى رب العالمين فأحب أن يرفع عملي وأنا صائم وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم With respect to brothers and elders in Islam One beautiful hadith of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم When Nabi صلى الله عليه وسلم says Inna li rabbikum fi ayyami dahrikum nafahat That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala During the year has special breezes Or special fragrances of Allah ta'ala's mercy And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said When those fragrances and those breeze of mercy comes فَتَعَرَّضُ لَهُ then search for it, present yourself for it. Because a person who manages to get those breezes and those fragrances of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will never ever be a wretched person. So is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala is a creator of time. And in time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the year, the months, the days and the nights. And Allah in His wisdom has afforded and attached virtues and rewards to certain months over other months. And similarly, Allah Ta'ala has selected certain days and certain nights of the year which He has given preference to and has attached great rewards and virtue to over other days and nights. We have just finished the month of Rajab. The month of Rajab was known as Ashir Hurum, the four sacred months. The four sacred months are Dhul Qada, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram and Rajab. And then we are now, have entered today is the first of Shaban and the next month inshallah will be the month of Ramadan. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has afforded us the opportunity of now experiencing the month of Shaban. The month of Shaban is derived from Ishtiab, which means branches. To spread out, like in the days gone by, the people used to go out in search of water. They used to spread out to search for water. Or they used to go out in order to defend themselves, 
to spread out and to defend themselves. In the similar vein, the month of Shaban are like those branches of goodness and it is sandwiched between two months, between the month of Rajab and between the month of Ramadan. In between, sandwiched in between is the month of Shaban. And this is also a very, very great month. Another reason why this month is called Shaban, because it's derived from the word Ajalan. Ajalan means to, to do something hasty, to come very, very quickly. So the month of Shaban comes, and very quickly, as it is very common on people's lips, on tongues, that how quickly the days are gone by. And before you know it, the month of Ramadan will be at our doorstep. So how quickly the days and nights of Shaban will go by and we will reach the month of Ramadan in no time. So in the month of Shaban, respect the brothers, it is also a very, very great month. Like how when the rain comes, first there are few droplets of rain, then a slight drizzle, then it escalates and increases, then a downpour comes about. In a similar vein, respect the brothers, the month of Shaban, it starts off with great blessings and escalates when it comes towards the 15th night of Shaban, the night of Bara'a, the night of emancipation, in which Allah Ta'ala forgives multitude of people on this night. And then that mercy and rahmat, it increases all the time till it reaches the peak at the end of the month of Ramadan. So this is a very, very great month indeed, respective brothers. And this month of Shaban is a prelude. It is a curtain raiser, to, so to say, before the month of Ramadan. It is a month of preparation. The hadith are quoted, Hazrat Usama bin Zaid radiallahu anhu, he asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that lam araka tasumu shahram min ashruhur, مَا تَصُومُ مِنْ شَعْبَان That, O oh, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I've never witnessed and never saw you fast so much like how you fasted in the month of Shaban. In other words, compared to other months, I've never seen you fasting so much, so excessively like how you fasted in the month of Shaban. Yes, obviously the month of Ramadan, that is a whole month, it is for us to fast. Beside the month of Ramadan, we are talking about the, the remaining 11 months. That in those 11 months, the month of Shaban, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to fast excessively. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explained why. So he said, shahrun anhu. This is such a month, the month of Shaban, that this is a month that many people become neglectful of. Many people become oblivious of, negligent of, unmindful of, ghafil, negligent, unmindful. So Nabi Wasallam to show the Ummah, this is a month we should not become unmindful. We should not take our foot off the pedal. Just like how we done good deeds in the other month, like in the month, the previous month of Rajab, the month of Shaban also, it extends, it's Shaban, the branch, it extends and comes very close to the month of Ramadan. So this is the month we should take advantage of. 
And this is like a prelude, a curtain raiser. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast excessively. But on the other hand also there are riwayats and uh, narrations are, are compassion for the ummah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that until the 15th of Shaaban, until the middle of Shaaban, a person can fast. But after the 15th of Shaaban, a person should not try to fast because this might lead to a person becoming weak. And this will have repercussions when it comes to the month of Ramadan. In other words, the Prophet ﷺ shafqat and rahmat and compassion upon the Ummah of Rasulullah ﷺ that in the second half of the month of Shaban, that is a time we should, we should not try to fast. Why? Because we need to gain our strength. We need that spiritual strength, physical strength, mental strength. Otherwise, we should not come to that situation. Now a person says that whole month of Shaban, now I'm going to fast. Now when the month of Shaban is finished, now the month of Ramadan starts, commences, now the person is already bablas. Now he's very tired. Now he doesn't want, he has no enjoyment in him fasting the month of Ramadan. Why? Because all his strength had already been usurped, or uh, already been used in the month of Shaban. So if a person wants to fast, then he should try and fast till the 15th of Shaban. And also on this note as well, the 15th of Shaban, the night preceding, that is Laylatul Bara, is a very, very great night. So Allah give me, give us a tawfiq, that it is sunnah to fast on the ayyam the day of whiteness. And which are the days? 13th, 14th and 15th. At least, if you can't fast now, or we can't fast Mondays and Thursdays, then let us try to fast respective brothers on these three days. That is the 13th, 14th and 15th of Shaban. And this is a great preparation for the month of Ramadan, inshallah. So the first thing we need to do in the month of Shaban is to fast. And Allah give us the tawfiq, we should try and keep this fast, inshallah. The second thing we should try and do, respective brothers, is recite great amount of durur upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad bin Alawi al-Maliki and also Imam Shihabuddin Qastalani rahmatullahi. Both of them have mentioned that the ayat inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi ya ayyuhal alladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima was revealed in the month of Shaban. So as a token of appreciation of the sacrifices of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we are indebted to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam every single moment of our life. So, to, as a form of appreciation, we send the road and salawat upon Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So, in the month of Shaban, we should try and increase because this ayat was revealed in the month of Ramadan, and there are great, great virtues. Alhamdulillah, in this masjid. Every Friday, every Thursday night, we mention the hadith that encourages us to recite and increase our salawat and salam, especially on Thursday night, Friday. This is a special day, special ibadat. And like I said before, that the greatest gift uh, that can be presented to the greatest of all beings, that is Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the greatest of ummah, the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on the greatest of days, the day of Jummah, is the greatest ibadat, is the road upon Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So these are the days, these are the month, 
we should try and increase. Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so many hadith. The one hadith, إِنَّا أَوْلَى النَّاسِ بِيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَكْثَرُهُمْ عَلِيَّ صَلَاةً That the person most closest to me on the day of Qiyamah will be that person who recited the greatest amount of durood upon me. The muhaddisin have explained, yeah, it could mean that physically, very, very close, you will be next to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It could also mean those who are involved in teaching the Mubarak ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Day in and day out, they are saying, Qala Allah, Qala Rasul, and Abi Hurairata, and Ibn Mas'ud, and all the Sahaba, and then they say, Qala, and then the word Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is mentioned. So how many a times they are mentioning durood upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? In Fazali durood, let us put it into my mind, so mention this, that on a day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will call the Malaika, and, uh, and will tell the Malaika regarding a certain individual, that, oh my Malaika, count, enumerate the amount of gunas this person committed from the time he became Balik till he had passed away. Count all his gunas, the minor sins, the major sins, the sins done knowingly, unknowingly, intentionally, unintentionally, all the gunas, count all his gunas. So the malaika now will count. Obviously they have all the records. We have the malaika, kiram and katibin on our shoulders. They are recording all our actions. Our books of deeds, all actions are recorded in it. Our limbs will give testimony against us on the day of Qiyamah. That tongue can even be a means of uh, giving for uh, against us. So all these things are recorded. So the malaika count this person's gunas. Then when they are finished, they say, Ya Allah, we have counted all this person's gunas, all his gunas. Thereafter, Allah Ta'ala will tell the malaika, now count all the durood and salawat and salam he, he read upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then the malaika will start counting all the durood and the salawat, the different occasions, all the salawat he read in after at-tahiyyat, all the salawat he read on a Friday, all the salawat he, he recited after mentioning the name of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. All the different salawat he recited in this world. Thereafter the malaika said, Ya Allah, we have already counted it. Then after Allah Ta'ala will tell malaika, that Umar malaika, now compare. Which is more? Is the durood and salawat and salam upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam more? Or the gunas they had committed? The malaika will look at him and say, Ya but oh Allah, we have come to this conclusion that no doubt the durood and salawat and salam far exceeds the amount of gunas he had committed. Allah Ta'ala will tell the malaika, bas aga hisab markallah. Don't take further hisab, take this person, put him straight into Jannah. Subhanallah. The barakat of durood upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So nevertheless, respect the brothers. So the first thing for those who have come late, the first thing you need to do is try and fast. If you can't fast from now till the 15th every day, at least fast Mondays and Thursdays, inshallah, or 13, 14, and 15, inshallah. And thereafter, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained, this is the man, وَهُوَ شَهْرٌ يُرْفَعُ فِيهِ الْأَعْمَالُ إِلَىٰ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ فَأُحِبُّ أَيْ يُرْفَعْ عَمَلِي وَأَنَا صَائِمٌ 
Nabi Sallallahu gave the second uh, explanation why he fasted in a month of uh, Shaban. Nabi Sallallahu explained that this is the month in which our a'mal, our good deeds are presented to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And I love that my good deeds are presented to Allah in this condition that I am fasting. The ulama explained, respected brothers, daily our actions are presented to Allah. Allah Ta'ala is all al-basir, al-khabir. Allah Ta'ala is fully aware of everything. There is no need for even to have people to record our good deeds. There is no need for all this system. Allah Ta'ala knows everything. Every action of every person, be a mu'min, be a kafir. From the time of Adam salam till the last ummati of Rasulullah everything is in the knowledge of Allah. Allah is not in need of all these things. But this respected brothers, these things that are done are a consideration for the ummah of Rasulullah So daily, our actions are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then respected brothers, on a weekly basis, our actions are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once a year, in the month of Shaban, when I say daily respected brothers, it is mentioned in the hadim, يَتَعَاقَبَانِ فِيكُمْ مَلَائِكَةٌ بِاللَّيْنِ وَمَلَائِكَةٌ بِالنَّهَارِ That daily, there are malaika that visit you. This malaika, there are two groups of malaika that have shifts. And both of them assemble at the time of Fajr and at the time of Asr Salah. At the time of Fajr and at the time of Asr. These are the two times the malaika, they change the shifts. So those malaika, they spend the entire night from, from Asr right till Fajr. They will go up and then the shift of malaika will come and they will spend the time from Fajr right till Asr. And Allah Ta'ala is fully aware of our actions. Allah Ta'ala will ask the malaika that kifa taraktum ibadi how did you leave what condition did you leave my bandas they will say oh Allah ataynahum yusallun wa taraknahum yusallun oh Allah we came to them in this condition that they were performing salah and we left them in this condition while they were performing salah subhanallah so imagine that every time we're reading our Asr Salah, we're reading our Fajr Salah with Jamaat in the Masjid, the Malaika are giving testimony that this Banda of yours will read his Fajr Salah. This slave of yours read his Asr Salah. Then weekly respected brothers, every Mondays and Thursdays, our actions are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why it is Sunnah to fast uh, on Yawmul Ithdeen, and Yawmul Khabis. That is on a Monday and Thursday. It is Sunnah to fast because Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam again said that I wish that my A'mal is presented to Allah in this condition whilst I am fasting. And the respected brothers, then once a year, that is in the month of Shaban, that our actions are presented to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. In fact, in one riwayat, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned that in the month of Shaban, there is a list of those people who are destined to pass away. Whoever is going to pass away from this Shaban to the next Shaban, a list is already prepared for Malakul Mawt. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned that I wish and desire 
that my name be recorded in the list if I have to pass away whilst I am fasting. So the first action we need to do, respected brothers, is to fast. The second action is to increase our salawat and salam, because this ayat, according to Mufassirin, Muhaddisin, this ayat, inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi tilen, was revealed in the month of Shaban. And the third thing we need to do, respected brothers, is increase our tilawat of the Qur'an al-Kareem. This is the month, respected brothers, we know the month of Ramadan, Many are people, alhamdulillah, so many people, alhamdulillah, become attached to the Qur'an al-Kareem. A hafiz, non-hafiz, every person is reading Qur'an al-Kareem. Allah accept, Allah give us a tawfiq that we increase. But the month of Shaban, respected brothers, is actually a preparation ground. It gives us a tawfiq that once we start in Shaban, it's just like a person is traveling on a highway. A person takes off in the first gear, second gear, third gear. Today we have till the six, seven gears too. DSG, uh, motor bo- uh, gearboxes have till the seven speed. Now, respective brothers, now you are smooth sailing. You are going well. Everything, the whole highway is before you. Now, just like that, respective brothers, when you start off, your, en- your engine is warm and you're traveling in the month of Shaban. Come the month of Ramadan, it is smooth sailing. But now in the month of Ramadan just comes. Now all of a sudden you want to go in the josh. Now you want to put first gear, second gear. The car will stall. The car will switch off. The engine is still cold. And you want to go already in the seventh gear. No, this won't happen. A person needs to start from before that, inshallah. It is mentioned, respected brothers, that the ulama, Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu, used to say regarding the sahaba, akabbu alal masahif. That the Sahaba, the companions of Rasulullah wasallam, used to dedicate themselves to tilawat of the Quran and Kareem. All the time they had the Mus'haf, the Quran and Kareem before them, reciting the Quran and Kareem. As a Salama bin Kuhil, Rabbiullah said, In fact, the month of Shaban, huwa shahrul qurra. It is the month of the, recitai- of the reciters of the Quran and Kareem. Hazrat Amr bin Qais, Rahmatullahi, it is mentioned about him in the month of Shaban. He used to close his shop in the month of Shaban very early. And he used to go and dedicate himself to tilawat of the Quran al-Kareem. So this month, respective brothers, let us increase our salawat and salam, our fasting and recitation of the Quran al-Kareem. And the next important thing that we need to do is increase our dua. One important dua that Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban. Now Rajab has been terminated. Now we will say, Allahumma barik lana fi Shaban. Allah grant us barakah in the month of Shaban. Wa balighna Ramadan. And make us reach the month of Ramadan. And one very very important dua. Before the commencement of the Ramadan, the Sahaba used to make this dua. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan. You can repeat after me, inshallah. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan. Wa sallim Ramadana lana. Wa sallimhu lana mutaqabbala. Amin. So what a beautiful dua. What does this dua mean? Allahumma sallimni. Oh Allah, preserve me for the month of Ramadan. Wa sallim and protect the month of Ramadan for me. And oh Allah, accept it from me. 
Now let us analyze this dua of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. First, we are asking, Oh Allah, protect me from the month of Ramadan. As mentioned before, a person can get the month of Ramadan, but Allah forbid this person can be on life support. And one of our brothers after the Fajr Salah came to me saying, Make dua, my son is on life support. May Allah grant him shifa, kamila, ajila, mustamira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him good life and good health, inshallah. Allah protect us from such situations, inshallah. So nevertheless, respected brothers, a person can get the month of Ramadan, but he's in hospital, he's on life support. And how can he enjoy the month of Ramadan? Or a person, he's got the month of Ramadan, but he's bedridden, he's paralyzed, and now he can't do anything, he has to be phone's uh, bed. Now, how is he going to enjoy the month of Ramadan? So now we're asking Allah, in this dua, Allah, grant me good health. Keep me what afiyat. Grant me safety. Grant me security. And save that the month of Ramadan for me. A perfect illustration and example can be given. All of us know what happened two Ramadans ago. Like criminals, we have to come to the masjid. If you have to get caught, you'll be recorded as a criminal. Imagine coming to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what made it worse? Our own people go and report you that this masjid is open. These people are coming to the masjid. And also, Allah give them hidayat. So imagine we should not come back to that situation. Alhamdulillah, today you will find there's no hardly any cases of COVID or of what, what we experienced before. But the media thrives on this. Especially now we are coming to the month of Ramadan. Now they're talking about the fourth wave and fifth wave about this time in the month of Ramadan. So that is why we need to read this dua. That, O oh Allah, وَسَلِّمْ رَمَضَانَ لَنَا O oh Allah, protect and preserve the month of Ramadan for us. All of us in, want to enjoy the month of Ramadan. Eh? How all of us will come, inshallah. And this dua also we're asking for afiyat, protection. How many of us, respected brothers, sitting here, God guarantee that we are going to see the next Ramadan? No one. I myself talking here, I got no guarantee I'm going to see the next Ramadan. When I'm going to reach the month of Ramadan, how many of us last year, those people, maybe travel with us in the car, went for Tarawih Salah? How many of us may, may have uh, been sit, sit, sitting next to us, breaking our fast? How many of us may have come for, for Faraz Salah, walking together, but today they are not here to me. They are not here, they have left this temporary world. So we make dua, oh Allah, protect me for the month of Ramadan, protect the month of Ramadan, preserve it for me. And very important, وَتَقَبَّلْهُ مِنِّي And oh Allah, وَسَلِّمْهُ لِي مُتَقَبَّلًا And oh Allah, accept it from me. It is mentioned, وَعَلَّى بِإِبْنِ فَضَلْ رَحْمَةَ الْعَلِيْسِ the pious people before six months, we're not talking two months, six months before Ramadan, they used to make dua earnestly, oh Allah, because they understood the value of the month of Ramadan. It is one mentioned, as a Shaykh al-Hadis, Zakaria Sarah mentioned in Fadal Amal, that if the Ummatis only knew the true value of the month of Ramadan, they would wish that every month be the month of Ramadan. So subhanAllah, the month of Ramadan is fast approaching and we should look forward to it. And unfortunately, respected brothers, we'll find there are three groups. First, second and the third group. The first group, may Allah make amongst those people who welcome with open arms the month of Ramadan. They are looking forward to the month of Ramadan. 
And if Ramadan is coming towards the end, they become very, very sad. They are bidding farewell to the month of Ramadan. They are becoming very, very sad. So this group are very people, Mubarak to such people. The second group of people, unfortunately, respective brothers, they are the ones who put the handbrakes up. The month of Ramadan come, yes, they will abstain from sins. And they will even console themselves. That is only one month, man. One month and then we can revert back to our old habits. One month will give up gunas. We will not look at the... Malang Yus Patel Sahar said a very beautiful thing. He said the month of Ramadan, before the month of Ramadan approaches, the normally people take the white chadar and put it over the devil box. Yeah? And then they even unplug it. So what does it mean? By unplugging it means the soul has been removed. Now you put the white chadar, it means you put kafan over it. So one more thing to do left is to bury it, to destroy it. But unfortunately we also believe in the day of resurrection. Uh, we believe in that day we have to be revived. So come after the month of Ramadan, we know back of our minds the chadar will be out. And the plug will be back in. So may, may Allah give us the tawfiq respect of brothers that we have the correct attitude. We don't have this attitude that we console ourselves. Only one month, only one month we'll abstain from gunas. One month and then we can go back to our own, uh, our lives of sinning Nauzubillah. And then when the month of Ramadan, when the day of Eid comes, then they release the handbrakes back to square one again. So may Allah save us from that group. And the third group, respective brothers, where the month of Ramadan or not Ramadan makes no difference to them. This is the worst group. And this unfortunately, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned that destruction and woe and destruction for that person. The famous hadith when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he ascended the mimbar. And Jibreel Alayhi Salam made dua that woe and destruction, halakat, be upon that person who finds the month of Ramadan, yet he does not get his sins forgiven the month of Ramadan. Imagine the dua of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to that bad dua. May Allah save us from that. That the month of Ramadan makes no difference to us. Oh, we are fasting just for the sake of fasting. And we, we are just looking, it's like a burden upon us. Ramadan must just come and go. And then the day of Eid will come, everyone is happy. Fajr namaz, the whole masjid is full. Beautiful kurtas, beautiful abayas we are wearing. The best of foods we are eating on the day of Eid. That Eid is not for that person. Eid for, is for that person, respective brothers, who spent his Ramadan properly. May Allah make us among such people, respective brothers. So just to recap, respective brothers, for those who have come late, the month of Shaban is also a very important month. So for few things we need to do. One is, respective brothers, we should try and fast. Mondays and Thursdays. If not, then at least 13, 14 and 15, inshallah. Secondly, we should try, respective brothers, increase of tilawat of the Qur'an al-Kareem. This is the month of the reciters of the Qur'an al-Kareem. Thirdly, increase our salawat and salam upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And fourthly, respective brothers, we need to now increase our, salaw- uh, our dua to, uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Wa akhir da'wa alhamdulillah rabbil alamin.